Welcome. To Arcade Audio. And my name's Peyton Come on over Cause we're still waiting It's movie night And we're both gay It's hard to find A movie that way Lucky for you We found a few It's Queer It's movie night Hi Welcome to Queer Movie Night I'm Deb And I'm Peyton And we have a very special Returning guest Welcome Corey Anderson Yeah Yay! Hello. Some of you may remember them from our "Kiss Me" and our uh, special crossover "Haunting of Bly Manor" episode, mm-hmm. which I just recently listened to because I, when it came out, I didn't, I hadn't seen Bly Manor yet, and then I listened to it because I had seen it and it was really good. So I never Thanks. actually had listened to process. one of um, one of the longest episodes we've ever done. Yeah, but it was fun. It goes by. If you watch Bly Manor and are interested in what's going on, I feel like mm-hmm. it was good. Good time. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, Corey. thanks for being here again, Corey. For spooky, I'm excited. For spooky season. I know. This is uh, <laughs> a special episode. Special. Let's uh, we'll call it a Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. Which is why Corey is here, because Corey also loves horror. The scary season. It is scary season. Carrie loves horror, but our wives don't. So that's something we have in common. So I did you watch this one? My time. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch this one with Kayla? No, but I think I could have. Yeah, Corey watched it with Anna. So psychological thriller. Yeah. yeah, actually, Kayla watched it in the same room. Like she was in the room when she was in the room when it happened. Sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceled. I'm canceled. I sang Hamilton. You're canceled. You're canceled. I'm taking yeah. over. I'm taking over for Dad. Yeah, of course. Uh, hey, third time guest means you just get to knock one of the hosts out and take their their spot. That's right. That's how it works. Um, and Kayla was in the room and I was like, oh, so she'll be able to watch it a little bit. And then I realized it was in another language. So she truly had no idea what was going uh, on. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> her back was to it. Um, <laughs> cool story, huh? And you got to focus too. Very cool story. Yeah, I like a lot that. going on. Thank you, Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> this, cool, was so- a, this was like the same director as the worst person in the world. Is that right? Yeah, writer director. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I know it did really well when it came out or like a lot of people were buzzing it. That is one of the best films I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. Wow. That's what I heard. I never saw it. Like the way people were about everything everywhere all at once is how I was about the worst person in the world. Oh, wow. That's Mm -hmm. a huge thing. Yeah. But I saw I saw Telma. Or did we not announce the thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. we, no, I, we should talk about it. The film is I saw it the film that ago. we're talking about today. I think we should talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we should talk about it. Where where did you see it at? Well, I just watched it at home a few years ago. And then when we watched it this time, I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, this is the same guy who did worst person in the world. Um and I didn't I didn't know that. 
because I've watched it before he made that movie. But then looking <laughs> it up now, I was like, oh, that is really cool. I love him, but it's also a very different film. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I was wondering. I like I like when directors can do stuff like that. Yeah. Just like make good movies in their different genres. So um, tell us about how you uh, discovered Thelma and, um, you know, why you wanted to talk about it today. Um, Honestly, I probably discovered it from like some website being like, there's a lesbian couple. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, (laughs) oh, what's this movie? And then I looked it up and it, it was like a Norwegian freaky looking film. And that's up my alley too. And I was like, I'm just going to watch this. Um, And I watched it and I loved it. And I remember right after I watched it, I messaged one of my film professors from undergrad. And I was like, Cynthia, you need to see this movie. And this would be great for that one class you teach. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, oh, thank you so much. I can't believe I haven't seen it. Because this guy also did the film reprise, which I watched in film school, she showed that movie to me. So then I told her about this and then she watched it and came back and was like, Corey, this film is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) She talks like that. And it made me really happy to have, you know, recommended a film to her that she really enjoyed. Oh, I love that. I don't know if she's playing it in her class, but I do think there's a lot of fun stuff to analyze. film. I feel like I'm going to watch the other two movies or reprise and, and a uh, worst person in the world now for sure. Mm-hmm. I recommend. Is no, reprise yeah. also like a thriller or like a, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a thriller kind of time, time elements to it. Yeah. I don't remember quite exactly what it was about, but I remember it was, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Nice. And I realized that I also was, when I came on here last time, I talked about Kiss Me, which is Swedish film. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I just love like Scandinavia. I don't know. <laughs> Their films are great. Yeah. There's another, um, I don't know if you've seen, we talked about it on the podcast, but um, if you've seen Rift, I think it's maybe Icelandic or something, but it's a, also like a psychological thriller type movie. About oh. a gay couple, um, sort of like a breakup type of thing. But it's, this, the tone of this movie kind of reminded me of that one a little bit. Because it's got that sort of like, you know, things are happening, but you don't know like if they're actually happening or if they're in the mm-hmm. protagonist's mind type of thing. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. thought the same exact thing. I thought about Rift, too. Yeah. Um, Corey, you would love Rift. You I should have to watch, watch it. Rift. I just it's down. really, really good. You've already seen it. It's actually one of, if not, I don't know if we've done many horror episodes, but it's one of the only yeah. horror episodes we've ever done. Right. That movie scared the bejesus out of me. It's yeah. so good. It's really, it is really I remember scary, talking yeah. about it. I had like, oh my God, this is going to age. This is how we know it's been a long time. I remember <laughs> specifically talking about it at my Harold team rehearsal <laughs> after watching it and everyone was like we did like high lows or whatever and I was like yeah. oh no I guess I just watched a scary movie today and I told everybody <laughs> about it and um I don't know if they actually watched it but I loved it I haven't yeah. seen it since so it's, it's I, I might watch it again this year yeah yeah it's called Rift or Rokor Rokor is the is the original title um and they were supposed to that. make it yeah they're supposed to make it in 
America, but I guess it didn't get picked up because I haven't well, seen anything coming. Good thing they didn't. Yeah, I feel like they would have messed it up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, speaking of that, like, why? I'm. This is a side tangent, but that's what I'm here for. That's kind of my role, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the remake of Good Night, Mommy. Like, yeah. why did it have to happen? Because the first one is so, so annoying. I don't know if either of you are fans of that movie, but I think it's so good. I love I that, that film. one too. It's so you haven't seen it, Peyton? No. Oh, I watched that movie with a friend a couple years ago. Okay, everything scares me. Every movie scares me. Every <laughs> every horror movie scares me. Good night, mommy. Scared the shit out of me. It like, and I was I think I was like probably had an edible. I was yeah. like, probably no. <laughs> but they just remade an American version with Naomi Watts, and apparently it's bad. And it's like, why would they even do that though? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I hate the remake. The like, we must remake this in the U.S. Like, we must. Yeah, because people won't. Yeah, yeah. They're never as good. Yeah. It's also there's not a lot of dialogue in it, Um, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like, why do you need it in English? Right. And Mm -hmm. you know, just like Telma, I feel like the cinematography is such a big part of it, and so it's like if you're remaking it and you're just doing a shot for shot remake, like you're really not adding anything. Yeah. To it, I did read um, that they they added a few little things at the end to kind of like maybe tie it, the story up better, mm. um, which in I don't know. No, in um, good night, mommy, mommy. Oh. the remake, but I don't oh. really need you to tie the I story up that. I liked, I liked it so much. Yeah. Same. Um, since you said that, I guess we could actually talk about the movie. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part of Telma was the cinematography. I beautiful. thought it was, it was a very so pretty movie. Yeah. Beautiful. From the first shot, you're like, Yes. I love a snowy, all white kind of shot and, and scene and like oh so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved the shot, the like the shot of the courtyard of everybody mm-hmm. walking. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, this very music. slow pushing. I like the yeah. um when she in the beginning with the seeing the fish swim under the ice. That was a really oh, pretty shot. Yeah. I felt like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the first scene. This was me. <laughs> My mouth yeah off. anna was watching with me she's like why is is he gonna shoot her <laughs> <laughs> i know i know it was why very is he doing uh, that reminded me of yeah. walking dead did anyone watch walking dead when when carol shot that little girl who was oh, like no i didn't no <laughs> <laughs> i swear it made sense in the show Well, because she was a zombie i'm, I'm guessing no she, she was got evil bit? she was like an oh, evil little evil. girl who was like <laughs> gonna kill everybody like oh my god we got a shooter then yeah <laughs> it was very yeah just if shoot it is evil <laughs> you have two choices the kid you know, i don't, a shooter. I don't <laughs> Sorry. like guns but shoot your kid if they're evil <laughs> <laughs> that's like um that's like the omen or something like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah um wait what's the about about the film what is yeah. the what's the general breakdown Peyton? Yeah, yeah. So the film opens uh, with a father and daughter in a snowy area, and it seems like they're going hunting. And as Corey alluded to, um, they come across a deer, and the dad is pointing his gun towards the deer, but then he slowly turns the gun towards his daughter. Um, And it looks like he's going to shoot her, but then like he lowers his gun 
And then um, we get the title of the film. And so then we get into the main story and um, we meet the the daughter grown up and her name is Thelma. And she's a college student um, who seems like very solitary. She meets this cute girl named Anya in her class. And then she had uh, she has a seizure and she's taken to the hospital um, and they can't really like tell her what's going on. But they say, like, we'd like to look into like your family history. And she's like, please don't tell my family about this. I don't want them to know. Um, and we get this. It's sort of inferred that she has like um a distant relationship with her family or she's, she's not eager to talk to them and keep in touch with them. Um, so she keeps getting to know this girl Anya. One of my favorite scenes in the film is when she's looking her up on Facebook because like, I don't know if it's because I knew this was a queer film coming in, but I was like, Oh, she's checking her Facebook to see if she's gay or not. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like looking at her pictures and seeing. <laughs> Who like, she how have pictures she... with? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she keeps getting to know Anya and then it it's revealed that uh that Telma is from like a very Christian family. Um and sort of Anya is sort of influencing her to loosen up a little bit. Not really. She's just sort of like being a supportive friend, but because by virtue of Anya being in this group of like more mainstream sort of college students who go out and drink and and that type of thing. She's sort of like influenced by that. Um, And she has a dream. Uh, There's a lot of like visual stuff, Uh, I guess, just to, it's hard to like describe this movie, I guess, because you don't really know what's (laughs) happening, but she runs into Anya again in like kind of a strange circumstance. And then she has another seizure. Um, And then, it, start, it starts to seem like sh- there's some sort of supernatural thing going on. Like when she has the seizures, like it seems like she's able to influence things happening. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Carrie. Mm-hmm. I was um, going to say that too. Yeah. Except like the, the parents are more like subtly Christian as opposed to like <laughs> the super crazy Christian mom and Carrie. Um, And then, so she starts to really fall for this girl. And then like, they, they, they go to this, this dance performance and, um, Anya, that's her name, right? Anya, Mm -hmm. Anya, um, like reaches for her hand and like starts stroking her leg. And she sort of starts to have like an attack again. Oh my God, I was so stressed during that. I know. Yeah, because they have like the, the chandelier thing. thing or what, like the hanging like, fixture, and I was like, shaking. it's gonna come down on all these people and like kill them. Because girl has a girl's hand in her thigh yeah. for the first time. Like, I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like shaking and trying to stop her yeah. hand from shaking. And I know. So in that yeah, moment, at first, at first I thought it was Anya grabbing her hand, and I was like, oh no, it's her like trying to stop herself from like having this reaction. Yeah, because she's like, I want this, but I also. Yeah, but she also feels very guilty, like, because of her Christian upbringing, she feels, like, very, like, it's wrong and she shouldn't. Um, But then she she leaves the theater and then Anya follows her and they share a kiss. 
And then she feels extremely guilty about it. Um, And then she sort of tries to distance herself from Anya. um, And we have some further scenes about her struggle with that. Eventually she has another seizure and uh, she follows up with the hospital and they say like, you know, we're going to have to put you into, we're going to have to check you in as an inpatient and, and see like what's causing the seizures basically. So they like test her for epilepsy and like during her time in the hospital, I can't remember, does it come up her uh, that she had a brother before the study? I can't no. remember. I don't think so. Okay. So, so sure. I don't remember when we get because there's like these kind of flashbacks. <clears throat> these flashbacks, right? But I'm because not sure. Yeah. It comes up. I think it comes up from the hospital that they're like, it seems like you had a, a, an episode when you were younger, like when you were six. And she and Telma basically says, like, I don't remember anything about that. Um, and I think we get like some flashbacks to her having a younger brother at some point. Um, but while she's being tested at the hospital, she um, it's 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 inferred that she makes Anya disappear. That was a really that's a really scary scene. Like when Anya goes to her apartment and all the lights are on, and like, can you imagine like uh, showing up to your apartment alone and like all of your lights and are on and like the music, music is, playing. is playing? Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be so scary if you live alone. Um, but it seems like she makes her disappear and then it comes up that she once had a younger brother and the younger brother, she made the younger brother disappear and then she brought him back. Um, so she's like worried that she made Anya disappear and she like looks further into her family history. And it turns out this grandmother who she thought passed away is still alive and is being held in this facility. So she goes to visit the grandmother who is unable to um, communicate with her really. And she learns from one of the caretakers that the grandmother had a, a breakdown because she thought that she made her husband disappear and that she like created a tumor um, within her body or something. And so then she follows up with her father um and her family who we learn is a doctor yeah mm-hmm. who's yeah yeah who's a doctor and, had and like been basically medicating handled her when right, she was right. a kid which i was like oh, okay and also i yeah. thought it was interesting like this they're very religious but then they're very scientific the dad's a doctor she's studying biology but right, they're right. also religious which is like and it was like i feel like that the i know those kinds of people who are like very religious but also very scientific but it also feels like sometimes there's like a push pull with that dynamic. And I thought it was right. super interesting that they were all about science, but then also like very faithful. Right. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. And the, and the dad like has this, this interesting um, philosophy of like, you should like learn who you are outside of this and sort of that type of thing. But also he also seems to be very like fire and brimstone strict type of yeah. Christian ideals. Just like kind of controlling, like they're always calling her and, and right, why, right. why didn't you answer? Where are you? What are you doing? And it's like, at first you're kind of like, 
God, these parents are so overbearing what's going on. Right. And then, like, as you learn more things, you're kind of like, okay, they know something about her and they're worried. They want to know if she did this thing again, that she did as a kid, you know, right. It's, I right. feel like you, you learn so much like slowly as the film goes on, which I really love. Yeah. Yeah. I like the pace of like, that's like, I think ty- one of my favorite type of horror movies is like where you don't know everything and it sort of unfolds slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, which I really liked about this. Um, so it finally accumulates and and she's she goes back home to sort of like learn what's going on with her family and like she she calls her mother and says like i think i made this girl disappear like i don't know where she is and i think it's my fault so the the family calls her back home and they um sort of start medicating her again to like calm her down i guess um and they tell her about this younger brother that she had that disappeared and that she made she made him like that, that scene, scene is heavy it's bad that scene yeah. is really horrible it's bad. <laughs> yeah and One it's like the most disturbing things i think i've seen yeah it's very disturbing and it yeah. like what like you're saying peyton about the beginning when you see the fish under the ice right you mm-hmm. see the, and then she she once made her her younger brother transfer from like a bathtub to like under the ice outside so then basically killing yeah, the, the child um, which you a, see on screen, which is really heartbreaking. Baby. You see yeah. Yeah. baby under the ice and the dad right. is like pounding on it. Oh, I know Nikki's face. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're like, what are we it's talking pretty, about? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty upsetting. Bad. It's definitely yeah. the most upsetting scene, scene in the film. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also get this like sort of idea that like, you know, her that Thelma has probably like created a lot of the stress because of like the way that she was brought up like early on as a child I think there's like hints that like her father like really put like a fear into her of like doing the right thing and sort of that thing there's like a scene where he's like holding her under like or over like a fire a flame um and the mother I mean and I think the mother doesn't it come out that the mother is in a wheelchair because like after the baby died, she like jumped off a bridge. So it's some really dark stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's really tragic and sad. Yeah. Like it, I really love the like horror elements to it, but it's also really emotional, which is what I like. I feel like that's good horror, you know, is yeah, like when you, yeah. it's not just scary. It's also like, this is, you know, horror is like trauma and loss mm-hmm. and grief and stuff. And I think it, um, it shows that really well. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, um, it comes to the point where Thelma's parents are basically like, we can't let this happen again. The mom tells the father, like, you know, we have to do something to like stop her before she can do this again. And so, um, the father goes to Thelma and Thelma's basically like, are you, are you going to do the same thing to me as like what happened to Graham, to my grandmother? Um, and then, uh, she, she goes outside with her father and, um, well, no, her father goes outside and, and she basically like sets him on fire to like protect herself. Um, and then we learn that, 
um, she doesn't. I'm not sure exactly the sequence of events, but she, I think she coughs up a dead bird and then she actually can use her power to bring the bird back to life. So she realized she doesn't just have the power of destruction. She has the power of creation, mm-hmm. which she uses to, um, to bring, to make her mother be able to walk again. And then as we see in the end, she also seems to bring Anya back uh, to to this plane or this level of existence. And they, um, it has like a, it has like a surprisingly optimistic ending of seeing the two of them together in a, in a relationship. Yeah. I thought it was surprisingly optimistic is the best way to put it. So I was like, this is a happy ending. (laughs) I was like, I was like, she's either going to end up killing everybody or she's like, someone's going to have to kill her. And like, that's going to be sad, but I was, I was really happy with how the movie ended and wrapped up. Yeah. I loved the, like the shift of she's believed that this is, um, an evil gift. Yeah. Yeah. A curse her whole life because when she was a kid and she like made her brother disappear under the Mm -hmm. ice, like, she was a literal child who didn't understand the power she had, but because of who her parents were, like they only ever saw it as evil. They only ever saw it as a, as a bad thing. (laughs) It's very, uh, it's very Elsa from, from frozen. (laughs) Yes. Frozen. <laughs> because instead that. of instead of nurturing her gift they they shunned it and then but therefore exactly. made her made her uh danger to everyone <laughs> yeah but then she figures out that like she actually has the power to do good with it right like she has the power to to heal and the it, it, yeah i love the like the the shift of oh her powers aren't actually bad yeah or they they can't they they can be good I guess. right it's a very interesting parallel to like being a closeted queer person yeah like to think that this is a curse and like that something's wrong with you and then to be able to find that it actually is beautiful and and to embrace yourself is actually more helpful than harmful mm-hmm. it's it's Are very beautiful oh i was going to say um <laughs> Yeah, it's also like uh I don't know if it's inherently good or bad because it's it's like it's her deepest desire that she doesn't even know of is kind of what this is. Like she's a little kid right. and she's probably like, Oh, my stupid brother won't stop right. crying. I want him to shut up forever or something. And that's how that happens. Kind of that's my imagination of like what a little kid might think. She's right. like, I don't even know what I did. I just wanted him to stop crying. Um right or he's annoying or he's taking up my time. And that's like a little kid's kind of thought. And instead, yeah, instead of them kind of just being like explaining to her what happened, they just medicated her forever. And um, they also said like, once she found God, it didn't happen anymore, which I was, I thought was really interesting. So like they became really religious after this incident and that for them, they thought that is what kept her from, doing this anymore which right. i thought was really interesting because when she finds out she has this disease that causes seizures they say part of it is like a repression of something like if you're repressing something that can cause mm-hmm. this and it's like well she's literally repressing everything <laughs> all right, the time right. and now she's meeting this woman and she's repressing feelings for her and that's 
then the only time we see her have these seizures is around Anya. Yeah. Or when she's thinking about Anya, like mm-hmm. it's really all about her. Um, and I do, I do think it's a positive ending, but I don't know if it's necessarily happy because I do think she is controlling Anya with her mind. Okay. I was going <laughs> to uh, ask, I was going to ask, okay. I was hoping not, but <laughs> I mean, I, I, guess I see it as happy ending because I don't, because I'm choosing to believe that she's not, but that's right. a really good point because when her dad says that I was like, Oh, is she controlling Anya? Because yeah. it kind of seems like if you really think about it, I'm choosing not to, but we're right to question this. When Anya first comes over to her apartment and doesn't know why she's there. Yeah. And like, she obviously. Oh, that's so Thelma true. I didn't think will, about that. Like willed her to come. To yes. her. Right. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like they were really sweet and I, and it yeah. really did seem like Anya liked her, especially like after they kissed and then she sees her at the party and she's like, Hey, are you okay? I haven't heard from you. You haven't responded yeah. to my texts. Um, I don't think it's completely kind of made up, but I do think Anya, I mean, I do think Telma realizes she can control her power a bit. She heals her mom. She's like, I want to go back to school. This is what I want for my life. So she goes. And I think she's also like, okay, you know, I don't really care if it's not completely real. I'll, I'm happy. Um, I'm going to, this is what I want. I want to be with this person and I'm going to make it happen. I, I kind of like, I don't know. It, it doesn't diminish it to me because I still feel like she's not hurting anyone. Um, yeah. Anna's like, but okay, also old. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like, yeah, that's what worries me is like the non-consensual part of it. But yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't read it that way because I felt like there would be like some, music or something that was like well, undermining it like some so the very last some menacing music yeah <laughs> the very last couple of shots so telma's sitting there um at the school and oh and she does have a thought you about see her kiss yeah. you see anya come up and kiss her neck and they mm. realize that was her thought and then a second yeah. later anya comes up and uh, uh, so so I, think, I think it's kind of clear that she's she literally made that moment she happened. manifested it yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry i did not see it as no. that i was like oh she just knows what's about to happen because she has supernatural power i mean <laughs> i don't know it is open it's not like a it's like it's an ambiguous yeah. ending i yeah. feel yeah. like you can like it's up for interpretation that's so funny but Corey. i think you're right i was like probably ending <laughs> but no you're totally right yeah which is actually i think i think that's a fun ending it's almost more yeah leaves you more uneasy that yeah. it's like it's a happy ending for Toma. Mm-hmm. But is it actually like right. real? But her dad's dead. Her mom is without her partner. Yeah. yeah. And this other I know person. I feel for her mom. I was like, damn, she lost both her kid and her yeah. husband. And I'm sure she's like her and Telma's relationship is mm, broken. Really strange. Now felt for felt for but her she mom. was even saying like don't leave to her i think she was she still loves her daughter but i think she i mean she never she never forgave her for what she yeah. did mm-hmm. yeah damn this had a lot of layers to it yeah a it lot so of fun <laughs> i totally see it. why you loved it Corey. i was like oh this yes. makes so much sense oh yeah, yeah. and i loved it too Anna loved it and she's not a big horror person, but right. as soon as I started watching it, 
she saw that, like that first scene and was like, this is nice. This is really yeah. pretty. And <laughs> then she's like, why is he pointing the gun? What's that? I'm like, honey. She was pulled in. Yeah. yeah. And she like, did, did she do that the whole time? I was like, listen, this is a very slow burn. You are going to realize they're not going to not answer some questions. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I've seen it. I was like, we're going right. to get some. And she's we're asking, get is some this answers. happens? I go, honestly, I don't remember, but <laughs> I watched it like four, three years ago or something. But she ended up, she was like, I loved it. Oh, okay, good. Such a big didn't deal. expect it. I know. And I was, that's why I was saying to you, Devin, I could tell you were like, uh, Kayla's not going to watch it with me, but I kept being like, look, Anna liked it. It wasn't that bad, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, okay, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I'm not, not trying to push it. I'm just saying, I think she you know, might be able to handle it, but, but I don't know. I think Kayla could have handled it, but I don't, I actually think it was a good thing that she didn't watch it. Cause I think it would have been a yeah. little too dark for her. Like, mm-hmm. I think the baby scene alone, she would have been it's like, heavy, why did yeah. you make me watch this? Yeah. Because it's like horror, yeah, yeah, she doesn't like, but she also just doesn't love like dark things in general. Upsetting like, moments. Upsetting, <laughs> upsetting images. Which I love. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Yeah, like which Corey loves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Corey. Oh, oh, kind of fucked up in the head. God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why I'm marrying a fucking therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are you thinking, Peyton? I see you have your thinking, your thinking cap on. <laughs> I'm, I'm really just, just like, on. Yeah. you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm really just reeling from like what, what Corey blew my mind about the ending of the movie. I know. Um, I, was, I totally feel like a dumb dumb. No. I'm like, whoa, happy ending. But you're total. Corey's so right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting that they also have the grandmother like have the gift. Um, it's interesting that they like made it sort of genetic. Um, yeah. And I think Anna was thinking, oh, the dad has it too, but he didn't. And then I kind of feel like there's a, it's almost like a witchcraft type of element when she gets diagnosed with the seizures and she's looking up the seizure and then she sees stuff about, you know, long ago in history and kind of like people who did this, they thought they were like, and it's a lot of religious, yeah, yeah, a lot of religious connotations to it. So it could be like a they're women, and so the women of the family maybe have this mm-hmm. oh. yeah. gift. Yeah, I just assume the dad too like hated his his mom because he believed that she because he did know she was responsible for her dad for his dad disappearing. Yeah, that would make I, sense. That was a clunky sentence. I had a hard time getting there, but <laughs> thank you everyone for going on that journey with me. Wait, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I thought the dad was so weird and creepy. Yeah. I didn't like him at all. I don't think we were supposed to. Um, but I just thought he just made me really uneasy, especially to like like little things, like even when he when he was obviously drugging her when she came back from school and Mm -hmm. like when he bathed her, like washed her, and there's just this. It was just so weird in the phone call when she like reveals that she drank alcohol and how upset yeah, the... he was. And like, yeah, he made me really uneasy. Honestly, I was happy to see him go. Yeah, absolutely. Right, just happy to see him burn yeah. alive. And his that death scene was was really cool. Um, yeah. And there's the like, I don't know exactly what the crows represent, but like 
you know, there are crows throughout. And there's like that moment you said, Peyton, where she coughs it up. And other times there are crows when she's kind of like having this seizure, there's like crows around. And so he's like out on the boat and these crows are circling him. Right. And then, you know, as the audience, we're like, oh shit. And something's about to happen. And I feel like it might be tied. I feel like it might be tied to like kind of a religious imagery of like, I I don't know because I'm not that religious, so I don't know. Maybe Deb, you could speak more on that, but I feel like no. <laughs> no, I mean, there's like no. I was gonna say, well, I am the expert. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. And actually, Corey, just uh, you made the point about the similarity between that and Midnight Mass. If anyone has seen Midnight Mass, yeah. Yeah. Don't want to give any spoilers. Did you watch it, Pete? I yeah, I love Midnight Mass. Yeah. Loved it too. Um, that's how uh what's his nuts dies as well. That's a that's a religious burns. Show. Yeah, burns alive. Burns on alive. a boat, literally. A boat. Um but what I loved about the Telma one is like he's burning in the boat, he just catches fire, and Anna was like, jump in the water, jump in the water. He, that he eventually does jumps in the water and he's still and, burning. And then yeah. as he reaches out of the water, his arms catch on fire again. And you realize like he's either going to burn or drown and he, he can't survive yeah. this. And Oh, so freaky and just like really well done. Something just like very unique. And I, I just thought very creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? She did it's what she had visual. to do. <laughs> yeah. Cause doesn't he say something like, you're not going to do that to me or something. I don't know. I think he was kind of worried that she might. And then maybe she even gets the idea of like, oh yeah, I can just fucking disappear my dad and then I can leave here. Like, right. You can't hold me. Yeah. But that was really her only choice or else she was stuck there forever. Like, right. I feel like there was a lot of gray areas of like, who is good and who is bad and it was like yeah. no one was everything but there's moments yeah. where you're like okay i understand the parents are really the movie worried. doesn't make a decision for you yeah like yeah. it's more up to you to decide whose side you're on yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i still don't really know yeah i mean i <laughs> yeah. guess you're following you're following thelma so you feel yeah. like a lot of sympathy for her um but yeah, she doesn't know what's happening. Like, yeah, it's not like she has this evil intent until kind of the end when she can control it. Right. But before you're like, she's just figuring it out at the same time as the audience is like, we don't, yeah. mm-hmm. she doesn't know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Her family's kept, kept her so sheltered from like what is going on that she doesn't know. Even if she did know what she was like, she doesn't know what she's capable of. So she doesn't know that she has to like, try to control it or or be right. mindful of it mm-hmm. yeah and, and just yeah i love, love it <laughs> also love wanted to say this is how this i thought this was such a like perfect example of how to tell a queer horror story yeah because it i mean like i think we we talked about it i'm sorry we talked about it in the past when we've done horror episodes and maybe rifts specifically but i feel you just don't see many i feel like it's like a newer thing where you're seeing queer horror made Mm -hmm. um and i thought this was such a such a cool way to do it and it should be done more often Mm -hmm. it went the no 
Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes were closed when he said that. I was like, what? <laughs> Open your eyes. Now. Yeah. I think with Rift, it wasn't about him being queer. It just so happened he was queer in yeah. the story. Yeah. Which this one, like, it was about her being queer, but it was such an original take on telling the story of someone realizing they're queer in, but they're, they're, yeah coming from a religious family and repressed. Like that is a very common story that's told of like, I come from a religious family and I'm repressed and I don't know how to tell my family I'm gay. But it was the, it was such an original like psychological take on it. I thought it was very cool. I thought it was very cool. Corey, you thought I didn't like it (laughs) as I was trying to be coy. Well, yeah, because I was because I had told, you know, we Deb and I are talking about this and then I was like, you should watch Selma. And then we were like, let's do it on the show. And then I was like, so did you like it? And you're just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she hated she it. You said I was being cagey. She did like, thought, well, yeah. it's because we don't want to like talk about it that's what i said i told yeah. Yeah. i totally understand and respect it but okay but i was being fun. a little like dry. <laughs> I was really nervous. she sends she sends yes period and you're yeah. like she hated it i was also like i was a little tipsy i don't know yeah. I was, it's fine. no it's i fine. told i told Corey that i was like no we're trying we tried not to talk about it before but i thought it was Very so smart. good and so original and really freaky. And the cinematography, I thought, was so good. Very like, there were so many great parts about this film. Like, I, I like I loved the story. I thought the acting was really good. It was just, like, yeah. super solid all, all around. And just original. Made me so want to watch yeah. more queer horror. Because I know there's been, like, an, like a, a, a surge in, in queer right. horror stories in the last, like, five years or so. And I feel like I have not been keeping up with that specific genre of queer storytelling so this movie made me um want to start doing a deep dive you know yeah on the um, stuff i've missed i'm sure you, i'm sure you you've seen a lot Corey. i don't know but am i, I right there's crazy? Is that as thing? much like, queer horror that i know about <clears throat> i feel like I, I remember reading a uh, an article on auto straddle like two years ago or so and it was like why there's more queer horror movies being made now with like a list of them. I don't know. Maybe I should go back and look at them. Yeah. I mean, I always, even without queer characters, I like always feel like horror is kind of queer itself. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a really great um, series. That's just, there's only a couple episodes out right now, but it's on shutter. Uh, um, I forget what it's called, but it's about like queer, the inherent queerness in horror films and it starts with um mary shelley's frankenstein obviously um but then it goes like um the second episode follows like um the first like universal horror films which i didn't realize were like created by a a gay man which was interesting like the monster yeah yeah so like his first one was the filmed version of um frankenstein he did bride of frankenstein um and a couple other ones and they were talking about like um nosferatu and dracula and and that type of stuff so it's very interesting so far i'm really enjoying it are you are you all excited for the um robert eggers nosferatu that was just announced announced oh i didn't know about this 
Yeah. No, I didn't know either. It's starring uh, Skarsgård, the, cre- the <gasps> freaky one. Oh, Bill? The, Bill. the freaky one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just, I I just saw Bill Barbarian. So. <laughs> you think Bill's a cutie pie? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's cute, but honestly, I think he just he's has so like scary a... as Pennywise. Pennywise was yeah. <laughs> like, and I watched I think... Castle Rock, too, and he was yeah. really good in it, but he's just so good at being creepy. I think it's, he has like a baby face, but he's such a tall human that I think that's like a little unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. But he I'm looks, sure he I haven't seen Barbarian, but I I might this week. And mm-hmm. um, he <laughs> Wait, looks. Where are we supposed to go? I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't take. The, yeah, I wouldn't take. <laughs> I wouldn't take Anna or Kayla to that one. Oh no! Let me just no, say that. We Let me just say that. <laughs> oh no! 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 I mean, no. I remember we saw the trailer in theaters uh, when you were seeing bodies, 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 which is queer horror. I loved bodies, uh-huh. bodies, bodies. Yeah. And Anna was like, "Oh, I don't want to see that like barbarian." And I remember being like, oh, "I'm not really interested either." And then a lot of people told me it was so good and that I should go in without any knowledge of it. And I was like, same. I'll, I'll go. That's what I keep hearing. Don't <laughs> yeah, look so anything up. Just I, I was exactly like, the same. I was exactly the same. Good. Did you see it? I did see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah. you liked it. I, yes, I liked it. Yes. It's <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, It's a, I don't want to give anything away. So, but it's, I have conflicting feelings about it, but I thought it was good. <laughs> that's um, fine. That's fine. That's yeah, that's fine. Nothing, nothing more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved bodies, 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 though. It was so fun. I loved it. I intended, I it was so fun. And it, it like kept me guessing oh, like yeah, the whole time. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, who was it? Who is it? I okay. thought it was a lot of fun. A friend of mine, my one of my closest friends, Derek, he's a big horror guy. Mm-hmm. And he saw it before me and he was like, um, he was like, it's really good but I kind of guessed the ending. And then when I saw it, I was like, how, the how did, you, did know? you guess the ending? I had no idea. He's like, you could kind of call the ending though. He's just, he's just so smart. I just remember being like, how the hell did you know? <laughs> has a good, has a really fun twist, but apparently yeah. it was too easy for Dave. So. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me know if you guessed the ending, Deb. Let me know. Yeah. Um, we all know I'm not going to guess the ending because I'm the most naive film watcher of all time. I have any twist. I think I told this on the, on the podcast once, but do you know that terrible Christmas movie that came out two or three years ago with Amelia Clark? Oh, right. Um, yeah. Where he's dead the whole that, time. Yeah. That Emma Thompson wrote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. and last, last Christmas. Last Christmas. And it's considered a horrible movie. And the twist apparently was very obvious to everyone <laughs> in the world, except for me and Kayla in theaters. The twist is revealed that this guy was dead the whole time. And we were like, <laughs> God, and then so many people made fun of us after we told them we're like this movie is crazy there was this crazy twist and they were like the fact that you didn't figure it out in the first five minutes is the most insane thing did you um, did any of you see it because apparently we i've were never no. seen it no i've never seen it no it's not good i don't need to see it but we were made fun of for it that's how obvious the twist was. i'm really i'm very excited for the Lindsay lohan christmas oh movie my now. god yes. i can't wait <laughs> i cannot wait with oh, what's wow. his nuts from glee haven't yeah. seen that guy in a while yeah chase something i don't know chase crawford no that's that's <laughs> oh, the guy blonde? from gossip girl blonde? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is it even chase I don't think I don't so. I don't think so. Usually better with names, but you know. um, did you guys ever see the movie Remember Me? 
Yes. Just talked about that. That twist was insane. <laughs> that twist was insane. That was like one of the dumbest things I've ever. It's so dumb. It doesn't. Is that the other Amelia Clark one? No, it's. No? I don't know who the girl oh, no, is. Oh, uh, remember the guy me with, Robert with, with Robert Pattinson, yeah. the nine eleven twist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the yes. girl is from for no Lost. reason. She's the Australian yes. girl from Lost. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, it's like she was also movie. in Once Upon a Time. It's just a regular oh, yes. romance. It's just a regular romance movie. Drama. Yeah, yeah, drama. And in then the end, he's like going to work he's on the now, twin checking the calendar. <laughs> the shot. September eleventh. He walks up to the World Trade Center. Going yeah. to work. It's that final shot of him looking out the window, like I'm at work now. And then the shot pulls out and reveals he's at the like top floor of. It's so bad. It is the dumbest thing. It is so funny, and I just love. I just like the idea of being like, just put that at the end of every movie. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> just put like a scene of the main character going yeah. to work. Pull out shot. They're in the world trade center. <laughs> You know that that script was. Ju- you know that that script was just some bad it's romance so drama that they crazy. could not get made for like years, and they were just like, "What if we what made if- the end <laughs> that he worked at the World Trade Center on September 11th?" It had. It's just so funny because it had nothing to do with the movie at all. Nothing to do with it. No. It was just, and also, it wasn't a very good movie. Yeah. No. Like, it wasn't even good. Uh, I forgot about Remember Me. That's so funny. Oh my God, it's funny. I can't Rob Pat. But I think uh, when I saw it, I was like crying so much. I yeah, think. sure. Like sure. he's in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, because it was, dance. it's just it like was... the, the audacity to do that. Yeah. <laughs> the audacity. Like, like I remember being in the theater, the just like shocked. I had no idea that that you was going to happen. Theaters? Yeah, I don't know I why. I did too, Peyton. Yeah, I don't know did why. Really? Well, I, I think it's because it. there was um there was this movie theater where I was growing up that was like it was like the five dollar movie theater. Yeah, where like I they just those. showed a bunch of. So I watched a lot of bad movies there just because I liked going to the movies. Oh, yeah. honey, do you know how many times I saw Nicholas Sparks Safe Haven? In theaters because it was playing at our dollar Multiple theater. Times? I've never even heard Multiple, of that one. I've never, never heard of that it. one. It's with Josh Jumel and Julianne Huff. Oh, I love Josh Jumel. Honestly, very bad. And yeah. Kobe, Kobe Smolders, isn't it? Um, it's Kobe. not good, but I had I a dollar Kobe theater Smulders. as well where the movies were like yeah. 250. And it was all the movies that came out six months ago. So no one would ever like pay to go to our actual right, theater. Right. I would just wait six months yeah. to see everything. It's a really good business model, though. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, like, I loved it. Yeah. I miss it because you so get much. all the money from the from the concessions anyway. Right, so it's right. Like, yeah, I would do great. like double features. Yeah. Like I, I would go. Oh yeah. yeah, I know. Oh my god, but I, I saw Safe Haven multiple times. <laughs> um, you think I would have seen Remember Me? <laughs> yeah, it seems like you would if you've seen Safe Haven. I just I remember Rent, but I also I loved going to the movies. Still do, obviously. Um, but I also loved going to Family Video and renting. Right. Yeah. So some of them oh, yeah. I would wait, and I remember specifically renting. Remember me. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Remember video stores? I yeah. loved going. I loved going. I would go like a couple times a week. There was one right down the street from my house in college, and just stock up. Sad. Yeah. I know. Rip. 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 Rip Nothing like it. Kayla and I were talking about it recently. Like, do you remember like on a Friday night going with your family? Mm-hmm. You would be like, and like Kayla's mom, my parents never let us do this, but Kayla's mom would like let them get some candy mm. from like the thing. And you'd like pick up like pizza on the way home. Yep. 
It's like a really specific feeling that just doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> any, <laughs> any, <laughs> any remaining thoughts on uh, <laughs> Telma uh, before we start wrapping up? I'm looking through my notes because I have notes. What do you see? I thought the, I thought the snake, <laughs> the snake imagery was very Ooh, interesting. What did the snake mean? I figured it was like the devil, like temptation, <laughs> but like, I was really yeah. going on that biblical like, kick of like, biblical. This, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like the temptation, temptation of, of the devil in the yeah, garden of Eden. Sure, sure, sure. Type I of think deal. so. I think it was something like that. Yeah. Um, but that, like that scene where, she's at the party and Mm -hmm. the snake is like going in her mouth. I mean, that scene is like really sexy. I know. Uh Yeah. And then really sad. Um, but like the movie has some like sexy moments, you know, Uh that was, Uh that was very cool. Um, when we saw that scene, like how it played in real life and then Telma's recollection of it. Cause she like pukes and then like, in her recollection, she remembers spitting up the snake. The that snake. was that yeah. was very. A That's very why cool she touch. puked. She's yeah. trying to get the snake out of her mouth. Yeah, yeah I thought that yeah. was really cool too. Yeah, I feel like I didn't let myself like enjoy it though because I was so on edge. Yeah, right. During that scene, like it was very sexy, but I was like, yeah, uh, they're yeah, all watching going? her do this. I right. think, uh, um, right. But you knew it was like in her mind, but then when you see like what they were seeing and that they, yeah. it was like that they were kind of messing with her. Yeah. It, it is really sad. Like she was yeah. definitely kind of bullied by that group, which was, yeah, yeah. Absolutely was, was tough. Yeah. Um, you know what shot I really liked that I thought was really cool? Um, when she comes back into her apartment and she's worried she made Anya disappear and she realizes she did make Anya disappear because of the hair caught in the glass. In the glass. In I the thought glass. it was so one cool of the coolest looking, yeah. looking things. Yeah. In like, the glass. In on the outside and outside on the and inside. In. in the glass. I thought it was so cool. You're like, she's gone. That like the glass broke, and then when it came back together, Anya was gone. And yeah. like that moment was insane. Yeah. And then when she sees the hair, I know Anna was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it really happened. I know. Yeah. I thought that was one of the coolest, oh. coolest shots of the whole the yeah. whole film. That was I very cool. Loved it. I was like, what a way, especially because she knows what her hair looks like because of very that, cool. Because of yeah, the visual scene when she stays telling. the night and she finds yes. her hair. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh my God. It's yeah, like you were saying, it really is one of the most like original kind of creative like things to happen in a horror movie is like, what's the thing she can make people disappear by willing it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've never heard of anything like that. Um, right. And then she can bring them back too, which is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also the, the woman that played Anya, she's like a model. I've seen her on like the Everlane website or something. <laughs> really? <laughs> she like, looks like a model like, for sure. On yeah. the website. This was her first. Uh, Films film like acting role um and she's wow. a model and a singer and she she wants to be famous Norwegian, but she yeah. grew up in the u.s i think or was born in the u.s raised in norway um but yeah i thought that was kind of interesting and i was just like on it was like everlane or something i was like on some website and then i was just like there she is just like standing up like Straight, just kind of like <laughs> expression. I was like, is that Anya? <laughs> it's really funny. That is funny. 
No. I like the the lead actress of this movie. It was really good. Oh, she was. So I liked her good. a lot. Yeah. I'm looking at her. Yeah, look her, her Google up. page right now. What's her name? I wrote it down. It's something like she has a Ellie Harbo. Then... Yeah, and then she she also has like a, oh the oh the main girl I was always looking at Anya. She has like a funny like stage name or something for her uh, music. It's okay. <laughs> uh okay some okay kaya okay kaya yeah yeah she says she, it says she's from new jersey damn yeah she i think she was born in new jersey but raised in norway oh also so i was looking up the film and it was um submitted as the oscar nominee from norway that year oh wow oh. for best foreign film and what one was like my favorite film of that year, year a fantastic woman uh, oh, I love, I love a fantastic, fantastic woman. woman. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, it's just, we, were I wanna, we, have to do, we have to do that on here. It's so you should good. do it. Yeah. It's so good. It remi- It's like a Hitchcock film. It's so good. Mm-hmm. God, it's just I have a very, I think that's my, one of, if not my favorite movies I've ever watched at Music Box. Yeah. I saw the Music Box too. In the small theater. Yeah. In the small theater. I usually yeah. don't see the small theater films for whatever reason. I just yeah. don't. But um, more it, of a big theater. More of a big theater film girl. Not I'm more of a big theater girl. They're just the ones that I choose to see. <laughs> yeah. playing in the yeah, big happen theater, to be you know? in the big theater. Yeah. And my favorite, favorite film that I saw in the big theater besides Shrek because I went to the Shrek Midnight Showing and laughed my ass off for two oh, hours. So uh, was um, um, Phantom Thread. Did anyone see mm, Phantom Thread? I've there? seen Phantom Thread. I thought it was so I good. Did. I saw it by myself and I was like, whoa. Oh. It was at the end. <laughs> I, yeah, I did see it. Yep. Man, Music Box rocks. Almost holiday season. Baby, baby. Gotta I really want to get to see. I really want to get to White Christmas. I always want to go and then I never end up going. So. Yes, I would go um, to that too. I've done It's a Wonderful Life. White Christmas, I don't resonate with this. Much. I don't like It's a Wonderful Life. That's how, that's Whoa, how I feel. I wonder hot. if it's just like, I wonder if it's just, the difference it's just really of like, depressing. Yeah, I wonder if it's the difference of like which one cry. you grew up with. I grew up with It's a Wonderful Life, not yeah. White Christmas. But I know I you grew up with White, White Christmas. Christmas because of that video with your brother. Yeah. <laughs> that famous famous video of the lynches Fa- famous famous the sisters the i grew up with the family stone so yeah oh. <laughs> when did that come out i don't know <laughs> sleeper hit i really i really disliked the family stone but then i watched it a few years ago and i was like oh this is actually good i do like it it's, it's really good. good it makes me sob cry at the end Hard. Yes. Yes. Sob. i think sob. i disliked it at first because it was a christmas movie and then i was like this is really depressing <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but is there a theme with the films i like yeah, i think so <laughs> sad sad depressing sad, sad. disturbing <laughs> they're so mean they're so mean to her it's so funny in the family stone oh yeah well she's absolutely horrible <laughs> yeah she is oh, horrible. Jessica parker yeah <laughs> she's the worst the she's the worst she's, in it the part she's where she's has... homophobic at yeah, one point yeah. like I was, that's what i was about to say the part where she has diane keaton like didn't she wish that he wasn't gay or uh, <laughs> but then a year later so she's great and she's yeah really yeah it's because mm-hmm. she, she needed Luke Patrick Wilson. Wilson. She needed Luke Wilson, Wilson to Wilson, mellow yeah, Wilson. her out. Mm-hmm. Patrick Wilson. Horror, horror King, Insidious and Conjuring fans, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. I Brock do love Insidious. Yeah. I need to watch that. I haven't seen, I haven't watched those. 
Insidious? Uh, in- or the Con- Insidious or Conjuring. Conjuring. And those are like OG is my favorite horror movie of all time. Oh wow. The very first Conjuring. I know. Wow. I I'm I see it on your face, Corey, that you're like, hmm. Well, no, I'm just not a big possession movie fan. Like yeah. that's not my favorite type of horror. And movie, that's but- mine. Yes. And so that's that makes mine. sense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the slasher. It's all yeah, about I like the slasher it's too. All about scream for I me. do love yeah, I do I love the I Exorcist though. The Exorcist is so good. Oh yeah. Um, Corey and I saw X together at Music Box. Oh my god. So good. I still have it. Have oh. either of you seen Pearl? I still need yes. to see Pearl. I loved it. Uh I, loved I know it. I know all of it because I know there's like I want to see of Oz homage in it. I did like X. Okay. I I loved X. No, no, no. The only thing I don't like about X is that it kind of like feeds into the old people are gross trope. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But that's about it. But I did love it. Pearl answers all of that. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm glad Pearl was made because it's kind of a it's kind of a a a response to like why. They are the way and they are. The alligators in it. In the alligators in it. <laughs> I love that game. So... <laughs> it was so good. I loved X, but I loved Pearl because of how and it Brittany was Snow. Brittany the, Snow the, served the in it. Oh my god! Don't get me started on Brittany Snow. Oh oh oh! I think Brittany Snow is. I love Brittany Snow. Yeah, always I love have. Her too. But I feel like she finally was given the role that she was supposed to have, and it was her role in X. I, I don't like, know. Finally, she she did go off in Pitch Perfect when she went da da. Yeah, when, when After she, she got had, nodules. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when she had nodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nodes. Oh, I love Britney Snow in Pitch Perfect. Trust, yeah, yeah. trust. I'm oh, a, I know yeah. this because I'm a, her, I was a Bacloe shipper. Her and Anna Kendrick. Yeah, I used to read Bacloe fanfic, <laughs> which is Becca and Chloe. Whatever. It's Whatever. funny. No, I, I'm not shaming. I think it's really funny. You look like <laughs> shook your head. <laughs> it's funny to me. Oh, I know uh, I have interests that not everyone else likes. Oh no, I it's know fun. that. Hey, hey, look at me. Yeah, I love you just the way you are. Hmm. Don't change. Just the way you are. When I see your face, stop my door, then you come back, no one more. It was only just a dream. Do you remember that scene from Pitch Perfect? Yes. yes. In the pool? Yes. Hey, I love you too, bud. Thank love you, me. dude. Um, we, should we rate uh, Telma? Let's rate it. Let's rate it. How many black crows is Telma? How many black crows? That's a good one. Uh, so first, uh, we'll do the the Vito Russo test, which is a, a media metric uh, for the representation of queer uh, people in film. Um, one, it follows three rules: one, that the film have uh, identifiable queer characters, which this one does. Second, that uh, the queer characters have personality traits other than being queer. I would say this one definitely does. And the third, that removing the queer people from the uh, film would change the plot significantly. I would say that this one does. Uh, so it passes with flying colors. And yeah, I think I think Blackbirds is uh, a great... <laughs> oh, gosh. Deb just said there's a delivery man right next to her staring. I was trying not to do it. You're in your you're in your own personal horror film right he, with us. I'm in the garden unit, so he's literally <laughs> my window's right here, and he was just looking in like 
Where do I put these packages, lady? <laughs> Just looking at me. I want to be like, sir, I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. <laughs> <laughs> if only you had like the big, the big headphones, he would have known what you were up to. I know. Then he would have really known. Wow, she really is a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> is that a pcaster in there yeah <laughs> oh sorry pcasting yeah. <laughs> sorry i think P-casting. i hurried Peyton. i'm sorry no, no no you're good i think we should i think we should rate it zero to six on zero to six black crows for sure i think <laughs> zero to six black crows black crows black crows <laughs> um i'm gonna give it this is crazy. I'm going first when there's three of us here. But actually, I didn't know. I don't know. Hold on. Let me think about it for a second. You should, oh, you <laughs> Let's all take a moment. I'm going to think. Yeah, let's take okay. a minute. T, 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 T. I'm going to give it a. I feel like I'm going to give it six. Yeah. I mean, six crows. I'm, I, I was going to give it a six. Like, I don't. There's no reason not to. Yeah. I don't see anything in it. I felt like this was a great portrayal of a queer person struggling with their identity and mm-hmm. all these other supernatural things, shit that they've got going on. I didn't yeah. see. Yeah. I liked it. It's I don't really know. Good. I, I don't know the director's like what his life is like or whatever, but I feel like he did a, a pretty good job of encapsulating, uh, you know, what it feels like to be struggling with that. Yeah. I'm going to give it six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As well. And yeah, I like that, you know, her being queer is like an integral part of her right. power too. And like yeah. everything else, like it's all related to this kind of like awakening. I feel like. Of yeah. Like it gives us a reason her. that like it has to be her story and not someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, I feel like in horror, sometimes there isn't, romance and because everyone dies (laughs) right but this was i like that we were kind of like rooting for her and for them but also just rooting for telma to like understand herself and it was very mixed with like being queer and being religious and figuring that out but then also figuring out this like on top of that this like supernatural power she had and it just felt very natural of of her story i loved it you're gonna love you're gonna when you bring up the romance part, you're you're gonna love Rift. I can't wait till you see it. I gotta see it. Yeah. yeah, you gotta tell me about it when. And you I watch do it. love Icelandic stuff. Like I recently yeah. went to Iceland, and there's a lot of fun, like creepy stuff, especially in the winter because it's dark a lot. And right, yeah, it's like yeah, a this, very, it's a Christmas, the, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a Christmas okay. movie. Yeah, yeah, and I think the the like visually, Rift is so beautiful. Right. Ooh. Yeah, let us know what you think. I'll watch. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, my my Halloween list of horror (laughs) films to watch. Yeah. Thank you so much for for uh, coming and and being a guest again, Corey. We always have such a great time talking to you. Thank you. I'm so glad, and I'm glad I got to uh, suggest a film that you guys haven't seen. I feel like it's always fun to kind of discover something, and I've been trying to preach Telma far and wide since I saw it. People are maybe not very interested in a Norwegian horror film from 2017, but they should be. But yeah, they should definitely be. watch it, everyone, mm-hmm. all of our listeners. All of our listeners, 
Definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. I think it's on Hulu <laughs> right now. It was well, yeah, it is. Oh, I didn't even look. I saw it was free on Tubi, and I was like, I- I'll watch it on Tubi with ads. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah. I recently I watched a movie with ad- like a horror movie, a really slow one with I know. ads. And I was like, this is. Weird. I did that too, <sighs> and it kind of took away. I'm like, and I feel like I'm an ad snob now. Like we pay for all every streaming service, like yeah. every you know, tier that takes ads away. So when there are ads, I watched a movie called The Invitation. Not the one that just came out. The one from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like an indie horror movie. It was really good. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I think you you'd like it. it, Corey. I've heard of it. Yeah. It? yeah um, I heard and it I watched it too. on Pluto with ads and Not it real. took away from the experience <laughs> so much. I feel like the so. names of these streaming services. I know. Tubi, Pluto, Blado. Yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it on Blah Blue. Um, yeah, it was good, but there were ads on Blah Blue. Yeah. <laughs> I will say one of the ads fell in a really good place for uh, Thelma because it was like, it was um, when she made Anya disappear and then you saw that she was having a seizure on the table and then it was an ad and I was like, oh my God, what happens next? Yeah, like, like that would have been perfect oh, for yeah, when it was yeah. on TV. That would have been perfect for when it was on TV. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I guess we could end this. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I guess could, we could. could do this all day. Could do we this just all day. stay on all day and do some recording, stay. but keep yeah. talking? Yeah. Talk about art. Uh, thank you all for listening uh cory was there anything that you wanted to plug uh while you're here it's okay if not no yeah you're good um (laughs) you can (laughs) you can follow us at queer movie night on uh facebook instagram and twitter you can follow me at peyton cody lynch on instagram and twitter me deborah duncan on twitter and deborah d back on instagram uh thank you for listening be sure to uh like uh and leave a review uh share with your friends let them know um feel free to reach out to us um for films that we should cover uh or any uh, other uh cool stuff that you want to hear us talk about um and thank you for listening we'll be back in a couple weeks with another new episode for y'all happy halloween (laughs) (laughs) we gotta end with that for sure yeah yeah (laughs) Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.